are, are with me, and we're going to ha- discuss a number of issues regarding insect infestation. First of all, Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi. Aleichem Shalom. So, Lo Pamashini. Actually, in the studio is the first time. First time in the studio. Yes. On the telephone. Uh, Rabbi Vaya is has been producing. First of all, I remember going to to see you do the slides over 30 years ago, maybe 40 years ago. I don't know how many years ago it was. It was many, many, many years ago I was in Eretz Israel, And I sat there outside. You were doing it outside. It was in the summer, and um, it was outside at evening time before Tzesakoch, the evening time. I don't remember the exact time and where, exactly where it was, but we went on and on and on, Baruch Hashem. And a few years ago when you were here, how many years ago? Was it three years ago? Two years ago? Yeah, three years ago. Three years ago he was here. With, we, had, we had the program at, at your shul. Yes. Stop it. yes. The yeah. first time, uh, uh, 23 years ago. 23 years ago what? Yeah, to the United oh, States. Yeah. This is the, fir- the first time you came to the United States yeah. is 23 years ago. Yeah. But I, I saw you in Eretz Israel. I, yes. I, I saw you do, doing the program 40. then many, many, many years ago. Yes. And I, 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 remember, I still remember it in my mind because it made a roshim. Because you see the, when you see the slides and when you explain the whole thing, it becomes a, comes new. But the Svarim, the Bedikas Hamazon, has all the pictures in it. It tells you how to do everything, and you differentiate between the America and Israel, so everybody really can understand what to do right from here. And in the last few years, you did one in English. We have them looking at Badigas Hamazel and Laws and Practical Method for Checking Foods, Rabbi Moshe Vaya. You say Vaya or Vey? Vaya. Vaya. Okay, so what's was so bad off? Okay, so Rabbi Vaya, he's uh, has been producing it in this forum in, in Hebrew. He had three volumes there, and now it's all put together in one volume in English. I see Rabbi Plout was involved in it. Excellent. He did the English with ex- excellent man, Rabbi Plout. And um, so this is a, this is a safer that really belongs to every Jewish home. That's that's the olive base. But we're going to discuss tonight. Many things dealing with the insect infestation. Uh, Wicklet, uh, yeah, that uh, was published by Feldheim actually. Right. So he got on Feldheim's website. Right. And the book is really being reprinted and reprinted again and again, and we keep on adding up all the new issues what's coming up the last few years here in the states. Baruch Hashem, people really picked it up. We see from the shyless and the phone calls, women they call up, they ask. I saw you wrote this in the book. I saw you wrote that in the right. book. It's on this page and that page. So, Baruch Hashem, the book is a very famous book by now. And whoever doesn't have it yet, I think Rabbi Wickler, we agree they should get it. Absolutely. I just said that before. I want to mention, since we have Rabbi Vaya here, that this is not the only place it's going to be. He's only here another two days. But you can catch Rabbi Vaya tonight if you're in Lawrence at 8.30 at Shari Tfil at 25 Central Avenue. He's doing a presentation there. And tomorrow in... Borough Park at Stolen. Now, obviously, in Lawrence, I think it's men and women, probably. Correct. Yeah, but over here in Stolen will be for men at 2 o'clock. Stolen is on 46th Street and 16th Avenue. Just get over there, and we'll show you where it is. And that's that's an hour program, only one hour long, but that's a very famous place where many, many, many people come to hear different shiurim. So tonight... What I want to concentrate on are some of the things that bother me and, and a lot of our listeners. Let me just tell you one, one Sheila that I, don't, I would like to hear what the Rav says. It's, uh, I just got this a few minutes ago by some, somebody, uh, who's, I actually know the gentleman, and, and he asked the question that they're starting to grow peppers in the, outside of Israel using the seeds, the Zarayim. From from uh, from seeds from peppers that were grown in Eretz Israel. Yeah. So what is the, what's the halacha about truma, ma'isa, and shemitah? No, if it is grows in Chutzlaretz, uh, you don't have no shemitah, no. There's nothing uh, anymore. Yes. it's not a, it's not a it's not a, a plant. It's only a seed. Yeah, only yeah. seed. Right. Filo uh, the seeds was grown in shemitah. The poskim make are making that you can. Because it's a new yes. thing. A new yes. thing comes yes. from the ground. Very good. Now, uh, personally, uh, uh, we're having issues that are very common now that are being discussed. I'm not going into the details here. But what, what happens is that you find the product, 
let's say, um, a frozen broccoli, let's say. And in the broccoli, I found a bug. I found an insect. And then somebody else tells me that uh, he found an insect. So does that mean that the thing is infested? Or do you have to make a certain amount of bedikos on a lot of them to be sure? Because otherwise what might happen is everything could have a, 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 an insect. A sherbet could be in anything. And uh, sometimes you found one and he found one, but it could be in thousands and thousands. You wouldn't find any more. Yes, right. For this way, if, uh, if to have experience, and it is the work that we do the 10 years, the last years, that we check also in Israel. Also, we have today we have a very wonderful mashgichim here in the United States. They, they make all the time experience. For this, in the book, we write about each element, what is the status. It is infested, not infested, clean. We, we make three steps. We have three categories. Categories. We have muhzakinoki, which so is generally clean. Each food may be sometime infested, but it generally is clean. If you don't have to check. We have miutamotsui. These are foods that sometimes they have uh, infest infestation, but it's not a surprise. We know that in time in times that they have bugs. That we, have, uh, we are obligated to check it. And we have uh, elements that they are murzak toiloim that you are obligated by the toilet to check this food. As, for example, broccoli, we have experienced that all broccoli that grows outside is infested. We make especially grow in greenhouses and with a big export, we make many, many things that it becomes... To protect to, it. To protect and they, they, they don't came. And also we wash this and we make... Uh, very much bdikas uh, um, to, right. to, to, to see that they is still clean. Then you can buy this that a clean product. Right. Now, I'll ask you that you, meant, you mentioned the three categories, but there seems to be a fourth category that everybody is talking about. They're talking about miutaragil. Is this real? And are they maybe they're doing too much? This, in other words, if you'll find, if it, let's say miut hamatsui, I don't even know what it is, but let's say it's ten percent or three percent, whatever you come up with. But then they get an idea that if I'm checking, I regularly finding ragil, I'd find one and a half percent. What 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 was the number? What would it be the number that you would use to call ragil, of David? What, um, what? Let me explain something very quickly. Nobody finds in the United States and frozen. Blueberries, strawberries, broccoli, cauliflower, bugs. The only people who do find them frozen are the experts. Uh. Experts to keep their stuff confidential. Nobody asked the experts to spill out confidential information. That's a very important point. You should know that. Now, when people say, I found the bug in broccoli, I found the bug in cauliflower and frozen or blueberries, is an agenda. If somebody has could be politics involved, money involved, who knows? Right. So that's really not a question. Now, in general, we make bedikas. Somebody calls us up. Rabbi Goldstein, Rabbi Vai, we want to give us on your place. So we go down, we check 10%. And Rabbi Vai makes very particular rules when he has from the Gedolia Yisrael, from Rabbi Yashif, Rabbi Vozna, and from Rabbi Tuvi Vais, what they tell him exactly how to do it. And this is how we do it. But average person does not find bugs in broccoli and cauliflower. Very interesting. Yes. Now, while it's going on, right now we're not talking about frozen, we're talking about fresh. And also, the Meshgihim are doing this are trained. Meshgihim are not trained, they don't know how to check. Average person can find here a bug, there a bug, sometimes yes, sometimes no. The trips, the mites, the aphids, the leaf minus, you got to know what you do. If you don't know what you do... But, well, let me ask you this. Uh, what about the... Uh 
Uh, what do you is it? You're talking about lettuce today. Is, is lettuce the problem? We have le- different lettuces that are, we're, we're, we're running into. We're talking about right now these months. Every year is the same issue over and over again. Yeah. And Rabbi Vaya told me this also. From season to season is the worst. Right now is the worst season we saw in years, mm. and it's the worst season in the year. Between uh, for all, all, the, all vegetables or just for the for certain... We're talking about um, uh, fresh stuff. Right. Uh, romaine, iceberg, cabbage. Broccoli, Both cabbages, red and green? Red and green. Uh, arugula, spring mix, uh, scallions. It's infested. It's terrible. Nobody can clean it. And you know what's the most interesting part, Rabbi Wickler? Is we have the expert mishgich working in the big places... They are not cashing anything. And then we have the smaller machine. mean they're not allowing things They're not in. allowing for anything. And the big supermarkets. And the small the small food service accounts, like in the small restaurants, Mishgichma approving. We don't know how. So that we would say, I mean, I personally would say, based upon the information that we saw Kehila put out publicly a few ads, based upon what the Rabbi Goldstein is saying now, I would advise people to if they if they don't have any way of checking and they don't have anybody any uh, particular hashkocha uh, that they are a thousand percent sure is good, that they should uh, avoid some of these products or they have to learn to check it themselves if they can. Yeah, I think I think I, I think I wouldn't mention hashkocha name because I keep everything confidential. I think hashkocha did an amazing job by handling this, and it's very very hard to handle such a such a topic. situation. Because the Balabatim, the owners of these restaurants, the way how they react when it comes to these kinds of issues are not the most likest way they should react. Because we're talking here about the Issa de Reisa, where the Torah mentions every single bug you eat. If it doesn't have wings, it's five laven. If it has wings, it's six laven. So what you're saying is... And the restaurant owners, I think, do not understand that clearly. And Balmachsha, uh, Ashgacha, to deal with such a situation is very tough. I think they're handling it very nice. That's why I'm staying in the side. They will not mix in. Well, what are they, what are I, they basically doing? Are they, are they having somebody check or they're not using certain things? What, what are they I doing? I think they, they put an ad in the paper. They're, right. not, they're not letting anybody to check right now. And they are retraining every single Mishgich. And they are going to prove and disapprove certain Mishgich. They're doing what they're supposed to do, what a normal Ashgacha would do. And what we really appreciate if we see more Ashgachas just, you know, it's trying to understand what is... Only this Ashgur has this problem? Only, no, only Flatbush no. has this issue? Must be anywhere. Right. So let me ask Rabbi Vaya, what do we should do when, when a, a situation like this happens, when we find out all the restaurants that we... Which, when they, they, they did the self-audit, I think so, and they find it not clean, the lettuce, what should... What do they should do? He's grave another food. is a big, big problem. Uh, to the a pe- person came to eat. Uh, sometime I show for a person broccoli from the market that was full with <laughs> aphids, and it was shocked. It is what uh, what I uh, eat in this restaurant. I don't want if if he say ersher, it means that it's kosher la madre, right. and the uh, bag uh, is not right. Did it ever happen, ever happen before in its role? But we used to eat certain products in its role in Yerushalayim. And then we found out one day, one or the other day, it's a problem. Did it ever have such a story and, and everybody was frozen for a minute and didn't know what to do? Again, what happened right now here in the States is we are shocked. Yeah. We thought we have Mishgichim, they check, and we found out it's not that way, right? So they have to start a whole program to fix it. Did ever this such situation happen in Eretz role? In Yerushalayim, did it happen once, like people eating certain, like nuts or foods or product, but one day we found out it's full of bugs. Did it ever such a happen, such a thing in Eretz role? Uh, you have to know that uh, today uh, in uh, Eretz Israel, also the Rabbanut, they obligated to, to use only special grow vegetables. Also in the Tsaal today they put uh, the special vegetables. Not in each place they wash it well, but they use only special grow vegetables. And it is a big thing that uh, the, the most problem is the leaves of the vegetables. 
the Chochmas Odom write that uh, 250 years ago, he said that the plums in this country have bugs, in this country not, the cherries in this country have bugs, in this no, but he write the Yerokois, the leaves, green leaves, in all places they are muhzak betuiloi. Right. <laughs> right, so, but the question is, Rabbi Vai, we're trying to understand this. When a situation happens, pitom, we find out, we have a product we used to eat every day, and we find out pitom out of the blue has bugs in it. Did we have such a situation one day in Etzisrael? Did it happen ever in Etzisrael, such a thing? As if there's uh, something that they can recall, they recall. If not, they put a, uh, in the paper, they write that... Uh, it's an issue. I want you to know in Kashrus magazine, we're constantly writing about products in Israel that have on it, it says that there was a bedika, they were all fine, you don't have to do anything, and uh, they're filled with bugs. It seems constantly, Rabbanu puts out announcements like that, and they also are very limiting. They say that a very small number of those uh, products that, that, that claim to be bug-free are really bug-free. There's a group called Kosharot, who, who runs around in Eretz Israel, uh, by the name of uh, a gentleman by the name of Rabbi Katz, and uh, he, uh, he he's, they've done studies, and, and the Rabbanut did studies, and actually showed you that how many insects we found here and how many we found there. It's very very uh, much of a problem there in Israel, and in there it's worse in a sense because even the so-called clean vegetables that have been cleaned already, you'll still find a fly, you'll still find one of the things, and you have to wash it off. And, and uh, even when it has the best hashgachas, it says to wash them off. Even with the yes, Rob's hashgach, it says the same thing. Yes, when you have to wash well, I see in that hotel that uh, uh, don't wash. I ask the mashgiach, oh, don't wash. He say to the Arab, wash. He put, <laughs> he put a carton of uh, lettuce in the skin, give a, a spray on this, and this, this was. This Rabbi right. Vaya, I want to ask you, one of the questions that's coming up today is about nori, with they use in the sushi. Now, some people are saying that no nori at all is acceptable and that there's some kind of new insects that they weren't finding before, copod, uh which is a darker color, not the white ones, and that they're finding a significant amount. Other hashkochos claim that they have control of the nori, and uh, most of the uh, cashless agencies in America are using nori from one or two places. So the question is, uh, what's your experience right now with nori, and would you say that there is such a thing as kosher nori that's properly done? It's very difficult to, to check the nori, uh, to find it clean, because uh, it goes in the sea between uh, the seawood, and there are uh, crabs, uh, seahorse, and other other things that go inside. Right. That are be better qualities that they look uh, about the the quality, but is not uh, definitely clean. But the new problem that uh, to find the last time copy pots, and this is very difficult to check. We are studying this if they are uh, completely and they are a barrier or not. Uh -huh. But lekatchila vaday not the best thing. A, there are other imitation things like with uh, mm. with from rice. There's a, that's something that people use. There's certain other things people use instead of the nori. But you would advise people not to use the nori at the present time. Is that what I'm saying Be correctly? Better. Till you have a good uh, picture of the matzah. So Rabbi but, is saying basically... But it's not finished yet. The, the Rabbi is saying now. basically till we don't get to the uh -huh. bottom of it. He's now in America. He has right. to go back to Israel. Till we don't get to the bottom of it, maybe we should take a different option well, once we get a bottom of it, we're going to find out if it's if we could get clean nori, right? And if we if we are, we will send it down to the states. And if not, we will must probably have to change it to somebody else. Well, meanwhile, Rabbi says we should try to try till we figure this out to use something else. To advise people to use the, to, to you can there you can get the sushi without it. No, it, no, it is actually they, so these actually I think so carrot sheets. These are uh, all kinds of sheets. Right. Okay, uh, what about sunflower seeds? Are there insects that go into sunflower seeds? People are asking me that question. 
some Pharisees have to separate. If they, if they came with the pill, is uh, very much times they are infested, but it's not. Uh, it's not with safe. the peel or without the peel. With the peel, with they're the infested peel. because they went inside there. Yes, but can and you see a crack or you open and you can see you crack and give a, a open and you look about this ah. you can see easily, uh, especially they roasted the generally come from Israel and with their uh, insects inside. But it does not mean that each second seed is right. infested, but in each package we find some of them. So uh, let, me get, let me understand again. I'm not clear about it. If I have whole seeds, you said that that's going to have the problem. They're going to go inside the seed. They're going to go inside the, 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 the klipa. The klipa, yes. So, but, so I have to crack them open and look. To crack the, the peel. Yeah. And yeah. I look on uh, the Rebutle, seed. Rebutle is asking a question. You see a sunflower seed from outside looks beautiful, nice. Right. Yes. Is it, could be a hashash inside is going to be a bug? With the peel or without the peel? With the peel. With the peel, I open the peel and I look oh, if it if is If you don't open the peel, if you don't open the peel, the peel looks beautiful, nice. This is a very beautiful, hard thing. Beautiful, yeah. nice outside. Is, uh, maybe. In, uh, How does the bug get in? He find a little uh, sedek, he can go inside. So we're talking about sunflower seeds now, not talking about pistachio, we're talking about sunflower, sunflower yeah. seeds. Because how do you have to crack them open? Isn't you it? have to crack them open all the time. Uh, even, but, uh, even and if I find but, them... But the, the shelled, yeah. the shelled seeds, the dust tears are very fine. But uh, to, to give a look, I recommend to put the seeds, the shelled seeds, in a strainer with big holes that the seeds don't pass them, and to to strain about a white place and look if you, you see bugs enough, you can eat this. This is the regular seeds with not without the the, the clipper. Uh huh. So you, you really have a concern. So I I could but like and then even even if I don't see, I, I don't have to look and see what I found any. I just have now the whole seeds. I have only have the seeds left. Anything would have shaken down. Anything would have gone down. Yes, yeah, so okay. if you don't see... Uh, this is right, so, Rabbi Vaya, you, you know, a lot of Israelis came to the States. They chew it all the time. In the way, in the way how they eat the sunflower seeds, they put it into the mouth and they spit it out. Yes. So when are they supposed to check? You... Crack down. You crack with the, 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 the peel and the mm-hmm. open with the hands. And then you look and but, you see if yeah, it is but the best the best uh, <laughs> trade is yes. to put it, you know, you test the salt of the clipper of the yeah, yes, uh, yes. And this is the old idea. <laughs> but have you checked American? You checked American sunflower uh, seeds? Actually, to, it comes from Mediterranean. Mediterranean? It comes from Mediterranean, all the sunflower seeds. And actually, if you think it's very, the bugs are very big, it's very easy to see it. Oh. Ravai has in his pocket. Look what he's taking out of oh his pocket. Goodness. Okay. Um, it's actually anybody who has sunflower seeds, <laughs> anybody has sunflower seeds, just oh crack goodness. them open. After oh 20, 30 pieces, you're going to find for oh sure bugs in it. Oh, my goodness gracious. He was here in, his, in oh the United boy. States. Rabbi, take a look. <laughs> oh. Are you, if you would have seen what I just saw, you could see the size of these. A very nice sized uh, big bugs. Actually, it bugs actually Beatles. very nice big bugs. Oh my goodness! Okay, um, blueberries. Is there any way to clean blueberries? We're hearing more and more blueberries. Is, is it possible to create? In other words, I've seen hashgachos that I thought were very early hashgachos, and I see that they are serving blueberries. Maybe uh, is it is there a possibility that they they have a plan for blueberries? It has to be a, a special grow with a special ashgoche, because it's very difficult to to find clean uh, blueberries. For this, if only with a good ashgoche, with a special grow that it's clean. Well, even even special grow, it's very hard to get clean blueberries in general. But we're making blueberries all over the world. Are they all the same? I remember with different times we had, you know, blueberries came from here. We found infestation. They came from there. This from this place, it was considered good. Are there many places that are muksak that then don't have toloyim? Uh, we don't find. Uh, in Europe, we also find. Uh, here in the, the United States, we have to grow 
uh, in the bergs without bar uh, bar uh, and the UAV spatial goals that they are better, but uh, also they may be infested and they've. Are we talking about the maggots, the, the tolayim b'fnim? We have maggots. Or you're talking eight, about uh, the mites on, and etc. on the crown? We have all of them. We have scale. outside scale yeah. as the oranges. We have in the crown maybe aphids or mites and maybe inside fruit fly. Right. So we have to check outside the crown and the inside. Well, this... Uh, person that uh, know what all it looks the scale if to look outside to cut the crown not to use and to open minimum 10% of them to look if they are worms open. inside the food. Open 10% only from Mishgich and Memchim. Only really people know how to check. That's number one. Number two is Rabbi Wickler. We talk on your show so many times about bugs. <laughs> I do not know why camps and day camps Still go blueberry picking. <laughs> blueberry picking is that's not, not funny. It's not a joke. It's serious. No, it's not a joke. Blueberry picking, cultivated. It's the worst of the worst. Right. Whoever's the principal, whoever's director, whoever takes them to the trip is responsible for it. I know people who called me. Somebody called me the other day. He want he grows herbs in the backyard, and he wants to know if they could be used. He was talking about mint. And some other things that can grow in the backyard. I told him, unless you're really trained, you're never going to know what you have over there because you don't, you don't even put, he didn't even put pesticides. I said, there's probably plenty of things in there. How about when they sell, they sell blueberry yogurt or strawberry yogurt, and, they don't, and when they're not using real blueberries or real strawberries, they've ground it up. Is that okay? <laughs> uh, we don't give. We don't. We, 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 I'm, I'm still waiting to somebody to contact me and to give me an account to sell blueberry yogurts. Uh, we don't. I don't do blueberry yogurts. No, no I, you're not involved. I, 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 I don't know what to do. I don't know what to no. do. I don't know what to do. If I take if I take a blueberry, and I. So you want to ask a question? If we could grind the blueberries and use it. If let's say let's say let let's say I bought blueberries with Ashkocha. And in the Hashkoch, I wouldn't rely upon because I hear it's a, it's a serious issue. So you don't need it. But I know, but 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 you see that they they've done a lot of work. The rabbi said if they do a lot of work, it's possibility. So let's say I, I'm nervous still. Can I grind it up? It's very difficult. We have a very good special Hashkoch that take care of this, and uh, we hope that they do this. Well, you're In other words, the rabbi is saying it's very hard, it's very difficult. Whoever does it, Rabbi Wyo hopes they do a good job. I hope they're doing a good job. Okay, so we won't comment on them. Uh, we had this issue with the orange juice. Now, I, I'm not going to be able to really discuss this intelligently. We're not going to get the numbers and everything. But if David Feinstein, Paskind, he told me himself that you could drink orange juice. And I, I spoke to him, and I know that's what he said. Not just somebody said it. I heard it. The question is, was, when the people found in insects, was, is there a, a serious reason you would say that if a person wants to be machmir, he should still continue to check? Uh, Rabbi Wickler, let's yeah. re-ask a question for Rabbi Vaya. Okay, when was the last fun. time you checked orange juice? I asked the week before. And we find uh, in a bottle, we find a big scale and two half scales. Maybe the half scales become bottle, but uh, we find okay, another the scale question. is the bug or the scale is the outside? The scale is the outside, but it's come from the body of the, uh, of the, of the scale. But it doesn't uh, have a dinner barrier, though. Not barrier, but it's a part of the, the, of the body. So Yotze Menachai. Yotze Menachai. But that could be bottled if it doesn't... If now, now, first of all, these plenty of times we find whole scales, the, actually the bug, scales outside, scales inside, have different bugs, flies, all kinds of shirts and mites, whole mites, half mites, all kinds of bugs you can find in oranges. Now, when I represent a Shiloh to Rabbi Vaya or to any God will be a stroll, I come at numbers. So we have to ask, 
if I found, uh, let's say, 25 bugs per bottle. That's a very high number. Okay, so then the Rov has to look into it, see how much orange juice you have and how many bugs you have, and he has to pass on it. Right. Good. If you find two, three, four, it's also a number. Some rabbinum hold, it's uh, most rabbinum hold, a, a barrier is a barrier. doesn't right. get me vital. Whatever you right. do, it doesn't matter. And let's say if you only have a half a bug. So when you represent a Shaila to the biggest god of Yisrael, how many bugs did they tell them they find in the orange juice? I don't know. Uh, no idea. So we have to know that. So it could be when they asked Rabdova the Shaila, maybe at that time they found a half a bug, two bugs, maybe 20, maybe not. So you have to know how to present the bug Shaila. Bug Shaila is not a regular Shaila. That's number one. But you ask Rabbi we have bugs in orange juice. Nobody's making bedikas. That means when I walk in, let's say, to any big, beautiful supermarket, and I pick up a bottle of orange juice, I don't know from which crop the orange juice came. Is it from highly infested crop or low infested crop? So when I, somebody asks Rabbi Vaya, Rabbi Vaya, I need to drink orange juice. Even it's unhealthy, even the vitamins are pasteurized, there's nothing orange juice besides sugar. I need to drink orange juice because for 70 years ago, we entrained the American Gentiles to drink orange juice like a breakfast, and it came over to the Jewish nation. So I have to drink my cup of orange juice every day because without the orange juice, I can't go properly to Davin or to work or to do anything. What should I do, Rabbi? Should I drink it, not drink it? Should I sift it better? Sift? Can, what should I do? You can simply see to, to sift the only to sift, and you, it, it becomes clean. It takes if, only if a couple of minutes. It, it takes a, a, for, for, for a whole container, so it takes three Rabbi minutes. Rabbi Wise answering is basically like this. Nobody knows what's going on in the bottle, if it's right. clean or not. So why have headaches? Just sift it through the 62 micro mesh where you can get wherever quickly. He sells it. <laughs> and I don't sell it. You do. <laughs> okay. Okay. We, you can get it in your yeah, office. You want... After you get it in Rabbi Wickler's right. office and <laughs> you sift through the orange juice and you're good to go. Right. right. And you can also more easily to, to make hello. You take your orange and squeeze. You can do it yourself. Yeah, that's yes. a healthy orange. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, let me ask also... Uh, we were talking about, about pineapples. Pineapples goes back to when we discovered that the outside of the pineapples, there were a lot of mites, and they go into that little holes all around. And so the question is whether the, when they create, when they make pineapple juice, are we finding insects or significant insects in pineapple juice? I'm not talking about the juice that is in the pineapples, because the pineapple in a can is very often in water, or in sugar water. It's, it's, it's a lot of times it's, there's no juice in there. But if we have a, pineapple juice, is that a concern? The, the pineapple juice, or today we have cans with pineapples with natural juice. From where they take the juice? When they peel the... the um, they have the, the peel, the outside. They, they peel, you have a fancy word they, for it. They take the peels yeah. and they uh, pass them. And to take the juice, and for the the bugs that are in the pit come in the juice. For this way, if the, this problem. So the same problem is. Yes, correct. Pineapple, pineapple juice. The pineapple uh, that came with a sugar water, we don't have problem. Right. But uh, this natural juice is more problem. It is a problem. Mm, okay. Pineapple juice does have mites in it. Recommended to sift it before drinking. I would not drink pineapple juice without sifting, and I do notice a lot of companies have changed the crushed pineapple and the cut pineapple. If you look on the ingredients, it stands pineapple syrup. Hmm. It means they're hmm. careful how they cut the pineapple. They make sure the bugs don't go into the can, and you can see in it pineapple syrup. I do not like to men mention any company name. So you pineapple syrup means that it is, the, is from the pineapples? Or is no, it's the, a syrup. It's not from the pineapple. You mean it's sugar? It, it's sugar. Okay. Yeah. Pineapple syrup is not the same as pineapple juice. Okay, very good. That's important to know. Um, I'd like to ask about the grapes and the raisins. I'll tell you why I'm asking. I've talked on this show, and I've answered people. For, I can't tell you how many times I feel like a record. I, I've said again and again about the derech that the Rav explained about washing it three times 
and putting in the water three times under the faucet three times and the, the, putting the agitation and the and the soap. I've mentioned this derech. Uh, we'll just say it again now quickly. This is we haven't changed it, right? No, actually, the process of uh, of grapes, as like Rabbi Vaya always says, make it in small bunches, soak it in soap water, minimum three minutes, agitate it, leave it under the running water of the sink, and repeat the process three times. Two, two times altogether. The so three times altogether, altogether of each thing. That's yes. right. That's what I've told everybody. So the question comes up, what about raisins? Raisins are grapes. Uh, is there any way that we could uh, have raisins? Uh, also, the, this is the problem of the raisins, about these uh, little mites. And also, in the we check the last years, the raisins, in the past, we find outside. We understand that it's come from the storage. But the last years, we find also inside. And the explication is that... Uh, they grow very big quantities of grapes, especially to make raisins. Right. There are places in Israel that they make the, the raisins with uh, common grapes. But in California, they export the 50% of the all raisins of the world. They grow special grapes to make uh, the raisins and as they know that the raisins becomes dry and difficult to ch to see a worm mm -hmm. they don't spray enough as the grapes that we eat mm -hmm. for this we have more problems they may be inside and very difficult to check for this we recommend today is better to eat a something else that uh, Cranberries that are craisins, clean, yeah. cranberries that are clean and don't have to be checked. We can use this as in, in place to use the raisins. raisins. I can just mention that if you get raisin, if you get grapes and you do the procedure we just mentioned, people can make raisins themselves in their uh, in in, right. in their oven or in a humidif dehumidifier. It's a fantastic product. My one of my relatives made it and. Uh, it was extremely tasty. I think it was better than any raisins I've ever tasted in my right. life. We call it oven-dried raisins. Oven-dried raisins, After yeah. you do the process of washing the grapes three times, you put them to the oven at 120, leave it overnight. Don't make, don't make the oven too high because then the raisin, the grapes will, will bust. Keep it on the low flame. Another thing is to mention, um, we work in, we're working... Better not to mention it. Okay, we'll get back. Maybe, maybe get back, maybe not. One of the things that's always been interesting to me, and even David and I have different ideas about it. Not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in his business, so I can't. I have no. My opinion is not that valuable. But uh, the question of onions, yes. and I've seen over the time that some onions are soft, and they start to grow out. You see, like a whole plant coming out from the middle of the onion. Is there a difference in onions, whether they're soft or hard? And how would the rub say one should check an onion? And is there any difference between different types of onions? Uh, onions that are firmly, tightly, all each leaves are attached one to the other, we don't have problem, only wash outside. But when the lace are uh, fasted one from the other, maybe that little tips that are in the green leaves in the beginning the onion have green leaves right and they go they go inside between these places for this if it is open in some places in these places we have to open and to wash this but if the onion is firmly attached we don't have the problem you don't have you don't cut off the outside in uh, uh, one layer no, we say this in the past only to take the, the pills and to wash. Do you agree with the, this? Is the way we were we were saying Rabbi differently? Rabbi Vi is the Rabbi now. I know, but I'm, I'm I, okay. I I know I know a little what your methodology is. We've discussed it before. Okay. Um, what about corn on the cob? People asking me constantly: Is there any way we could have corn on the cob? 
car on the cab it looks very fine, but uh, you wave in the pills, wave very much bugs. Uh, sometimes I find a person that said me that in a suitcase he was in a, a moshav in a country, and uh, the moshavnik make a big suke and put for the schach, <laughs> right, right, put the, corn, the, the, the leaves of the corn. Right, right. He said when we make kiddush, when we eat the fish, we don't <laughs> see anything. But when they come to the soup, you see it's very much swimming in the soup. Uh, yeah. But this is the, the, not the problem. The problem is little trips. They come between the kernels and go inside. Right. And uh, this is more problematic. Uh, 90% of the kernel, the cob, empty strips, and very difficult to check this. For this, we, we have to cut the kernels to put in soap water and wash, is difficult. Better to use only in the grains in cans of frozen that are clean. I want to welcome uh, any of our listeners who want to call in now. We will take a few calls. There's not too much time. We have a couple of texts. We'll try to get to them. Please uh, do, call right now if you can. You'll be able to speak to Rabbi Moshe Vaya and Rabbi David Goldstein himself. Also, Rabbi Yosef Wickler, Kasha's Magazine, 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. And if you want to text us, it's 347-927-8398. I'm just going to take one half a minute to say, uh, I'm actually a full minute actually, to say a word about our sponsor, which is Glotmart, conveniently located at 1205 Avenue M. I, when I think of, uh, of Glotmart, I think of price, service, convenience, and quality. Whether you shop for a few items or a full wagon load, you can save plenty of money by shopping at Glotmart. And at Glotmart, you can save time by using their valet parking service. Just pull into Glotmart from the East 12th Street entrance. They'll park the car for you and have it ready to load up with all those special items that you purchased in the store. And some of the items that are on sale right now, as we're speaking, today and tomorrow, uh, you can get corned beef deckel at $7.99 a pound, veal spare ribs $8.99 a pound, marvin chickens whole, a quarter to eighths, $2.49 a pound. There's some of the items that are on sale now. And if you, um, if you want, you can get, starting on Wednesday... Family pack rib steak, $14.99 a pound. Family pack chicken thighs, $2.09 a pound. These are some of the items that are going to be on sale starting Wednesday. Um, and at Glatmart, the quality of the meats is A1. With kosher certification from both the Star K and the Vatakashas of Flatbush, with base Yosef meats and with expert Nikor, at Glatmart you're getting quality kashras. Glatmart is at 1205 Avenue M, meaning your shopping needs is their top priorities. If you meet Dovin Glatmart, tell them you heard about Glatmart on Kashras on the Air over J Root Radio. So I see the whole board lit up. Everybody's there waiting. Let's just try to get a few calls in. We can. Go ahead, please. You're on Kashras on the Air. Can we help you? You're on cautious. You're getting interference. You're on the air. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Go ahead, please. Turn down whatever you have in the background. Okay, just one moment. I'll turn it down. Okay, just one moment. I'll turn it down. Go ahead. Yes, um, about the raisins. Um, a cousin of mine, Tom Chacham, he investigated and he told us that there is one type of sun-made raisin People could check it out for themselves. Zanti currants. Well, well one second, one second, one second. Before you mention we, any we're not be able to, We don't want to hear any specifics. You're saying that there's a certain type of raisin, and, uh, you know, that's very interesting. But the, so far, the people who we have here on the show have mm-hmm. never heard of anything. If you'd like to, you can email right. it to mm-hmm. us at kashris at AOL.com, and I personally will look into it and take it further. But you'll have to contact me outside the radio here. That's okay. kashris, K-A-S-H-R-U-S right. at AOL.com. You could be a Talmud Chacham. you got to be an expert. No, I don't mean that he's, I don't mean that's whatever. Okay. Okay, thank, thank you, you very much. I will, deal, I will deal with it. Thank you. Go ahead. You're on Cautious on the Air. Can we help you? You're on the air. Hello? Yes, go ahead, please. What was the main problem that you started the show with? I called in late? The main problem? 
life. We're talking about insects, insect infestation. We have the, the, the renowned of Moshe Vaya here, who's the of the Sefer, Bedikas Toloyim, Bedikas Amazon, I'm sorry. And we have a David Goldstein, who was, has the, uh, a, a program called Kashmir's Lab, and we're discussing insect infestation of fruits and vegetables. Okay? Well, what, what specific vegetable or fruit did you... We, 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 we've talked a whole hour already. I'm sorry. You better listen to the tape, okay? Because I can't okay. go review it. Thank you very much for the call. Go ahead. You're on cautious on the air. Hello? Yes, hi. Do you hear me? Yes, go ahead, please. Okay, just so quickly, I just I turned on the radio. I think it was um, when you were talking about blueberries. So in one minute, can you just like say, are we, can we eat blueberries, or is that something that we can't check? Currently, we're not using blueberries according to the information that we received here tonight. And to check yourself, okay. blueberries, you can because the mites... The maggots, scales, the aphids, and you have to be a real expert to understand how to check it. We do not check blueberries by looking on the blueberry. We actually cut them open. We have to do the shmata method, bedikas. We actually actually have to put it into a fridge for 24 hours with special salt in it to see if any bugs come out. There's different kinds of methods. Average Joe in the street will not able to see the bugs in blueberries. That's why we're asking. Please rely on the experts on this. I, I want to tell you, I, I, I walked into Rabbi David Goldstein's house, and there was a pile of blueberries, and they were cut open, and you could see the maggots inside. They are significant. Anybody could see it with a naked eye. But you can't keep opening up your blueberries and checking inside. So they, they tried. They really, really tried. Not once, not twice. They tried to get something, a clean product. So far, we haven't been successful. Okay, another caller. Go ahead. You're unconscious on the air. Can we help you? Yes, hello. I wanted to ask about fresh pineapple. If you wash the outside and cut away much of the outside peel, can you use the inside or not at all? Good question. The reason why you're asking this question was we didn't mention how to do pineapple. Right. Pineapple, we should cut the pineapple deep enough not to see any brown spots. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Because the bugs are not outside of the pineapple. The bugs are inside the pineapple. Not inside, inside. The inside, the, they go into that little hole Those that you see. all over, right. Right. Yes. But once you remove the brown, and then, then, you're safe. And then rinse it, rinse the pineapple, and rinse the cutting button and the knife. But we have also, we have also uh, mites outside. So, for example, the crown of the pineapple... Not to put uh, for uh, the That's a very important suggestion, Rabbi. That's a very important suggestion because I I think many people do that. And I myself have seen that they they start using these flowers. You know, they put flowers and the flowers have have insects crawling around in them and they're putting them as garnishing. And they also will take uh, lettuce and something that they didn't really expect anybody to eat and they're using it as garnishing. It's very, very, very dangerous. Definitely, definitely. You know, Rabbi Wickler, I see so many phone calls coming in. (laughs) I don't, I doubt we're going to get every single phone call. So, so maybe we're going to have to have Ravaya next week again. <laughs> I can't. He's not going to be so, here. So may, Thank so, you so, so much. Well, so let me mention again what, he, what he's very speaking, because that, that I will do. Uh, yeah. Also, speak, also yeah. today we have edible f- flowers that are very dangerous to eat. Right. Very, the edible right. flowers, Rabbi Vai <laughs> says, is very much in style these days. Rabbi Vai, please mention which kind of bugs we're finding in edible flowers. What kind of bugs in edible uh, flowers? Maybe aphids, maybe trips, uh, trips, mites. Uh, well, well, good kind of. Uh, let me, uh, let me, let me. Sorry, let me tell you, everybody that if they want to hear about Vaya tonight at eight thirty, is going to be speaking in Shari Tfila in Lawrence, twenty five Central Avenue. If you're in Brooklyn, if you want to catch him tomorrow at Stolen at two o'clock, that's forty sixth and sixteenth on sixteenth Avenue, about forty sixth Street, Stolen Base Medrash at two o'clock. Tonight is in English, tomorrow is in Yiddish. Yiddish, okay. No charge. <laughs> now Rabbi Rabbi Wickler, maybe you mentioned about this new thing what we did with uh, to get a hold of Rabbi Vaya whole year round. Oh, that I don't even know about. What is the number that you could use? Okay, so we made for the United States of America, we realized, as the people over here are very serious when it comes to Issa the Rice, it comes to Teloyim to Bugs. So we made a special phone number, a 718 number. We're allowed to call Rabbi Vaya every single day between 4 and 5 in the afternoon. And from Friday... That's New York time. New York time, yes, correct. 4 and 5 afternoon, that's New York time. And it's rule, Rabbi Vaya, what time is that Netsus rule? From 11 to 12... Morning and night. In the morning hours, uh, it is 
is Rebetzin, his wife, answering the questions, and that is what time in, in Israeli time? It is uh, from 11 to 12 in the morning. In the morning. And I uh, generally answer at 11 to 12 at, at night, night. But that makes it four to five here in America. And, and, Friday, and Fridays. Friday from two o'clock in Israel till uh, Al-Fahor before Shabbos. What, what is two o'clock before? Ba- basically, what time Rabbi is that? Vaya, what time when we is stand here? up in the morning, when we stand up in the morning, Rabbi Vaya takes phone calls till Shabbos and Netzos Roll. Oh, uh, that would be what time he says? Uh, eight o'clock, seven o'clock? What time is it? Yeah, better. Seven, yeah, seven, eight o'clock. Seven, eight o'clock. Is six hours yeah. different? Or five, five, sometimes six, six seven hours. Seven, seven hours different? So two would be seven, it would be nine. Seven. Okay. Two, two would be seven, nine in the morning. Nine. Seven. Seven in the morning. Seven in the morning? Seven in the morning. Now, we're, uh, Rabbi Wickler. Yes. We're going to mention the number. Please take the pen and paper. You ready, Rabbi Wickler? You want to write it down? <laughs> Go ahead. Good. 718-408-8033. Rabbi Wickler, my English is not so well. Maybe you repeat <laughs> the number. English is fine. He's telling everybody, if you'd like to reach Rabbi Vaya... The, I mean, the best time is 4 to 5 p.m. daily, and uh, on, Friday, on Friday mornings, you can try them also. 718-408-8033. Obviously, don't bother with the little silly things you can get out of his safe or you can get directly, but any real question, he's, he's available to answer. Uh, and Rebecca, I think it's a Rebecca, big I can cassette. tell you every silly question Rabbi Wyatt will answer. Actually. Yeah, well, we don't want to stuff them. <laughs> we don't want to bother them. We have an unbelievable number of questions right now. Okay, let's, let's take another something. phone call. Go ahead. Go ahead, Joanne Cassius on the air. Can we help you? Hi, yes. Um, I wanted to know if the seaweed in sushi is a problem for bugs. We went through this. We were mentioning, you mean sushi itself? You mean the, su- the seaweed? You mean, we were talking the about She's uh, asking about the seaweed. I think she should uh, listen we, to the yeah, radio we, show. We, we talked about it. It's called nori, and we had a whole thing about it before. We were advising at this time not to use nori, uh, and there are alternatives. If you'll go to the sushi people, they'll tell you there are alternatives. And uh, some people I know don't even like it at all, never use it. Uh, they want the more of the real fish or something, but or they use the whatever. But mm. the, you can get it without with other kinds of uh, materials used instead. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. But if I buy it, is there a way I could check it? Like no. Make my own sushi. Can Can anybody check if I have a sheet of nori? Can a person, a regular person, yeah, it's check? It's very the, difficult. I have to be a special specialist that. Have experience, and uh, you know, Rabbi it must be very tiny. That's very tiny. Rabbi Vai always yeah. says, if somebody gives you a mezuzah to check, could you check it yourself? <laughs> you got to be trained. You got to be trained. That's it. The That's same with Nori sheets. Very good, very good example. That's a good, a good example. And I've mentioned this a million times on this show that people need to get training, even for more pace, basic things, because they they keep saying, "I don't I never saw a bug." Baruch Hashem, I, all my vegetables are good. I never Rabbi saw Rabbi a Wickler, please do me a favor. Don't send me anybody right now. <laughs> I'm overbooked. I have yeah. over 72 mishgichim on my list to be trained. Wow. 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 Okay. You have, you're on cautious on the air. Can we help you? Yes, I'm on the air. Yes, you're on the air. Go ahead, please. Okay. I Regarding corn on the cart, I had uh, asked uh, from a certain cost uh, organization. Yeah. And he asked, where do you live? I said New York. Said in New York, technically it shouldn't be a problem because the temperature is not warm enough. So it's not a mere or whatever. He said here it shouldn't be a problem. So I want to know if that's uh, true. The rule uh, agrees. First of all, I mean I'm not going to answer for these gentlemen here right here. But you have to understand when you say New York, I can live here. And the corn is not necessarily coming from uh, Brooklyn. I'm sure it's coming quite a ways to us. So you don't know where the corn is coming from to start with. So, but let's let's hear what these uh, these people want to say. Uh, corn on the cob. I once heard in Canada, corn on the cob may, might be eaten. Maybe all over the all over the states, people say this state is clean, that state is clean. We checked almost all the states. It's very uh-huh. hard to find uh, corn on the cob. In general, we are doing right now a, a interesting uh, tactique. We sh- we're starting to train Rabbanim about bugs. 
Because most Rabbanim know a good Tosfos, a good Shaila, you know, about the Hilchas Shabbos, they know Metzies, where it dances. Here we're talking about bugs. Bugs, Amishgichim, and Rabbi Vaya and his crew, we are expert in bugs. Most Rabbanim in the States do not have too much experience in bugs, and they rely on us. Corn in the cob in general is a problem. It doesn't matter where it grows. And unless somebody grows it in special greenhouses, spraying, checking while it's growing, make sure no bugs come in. If not, it has a din of muzik betelurim, it should not be eaten. Okay, I, thank you very much for calling. Thank you, thank you, bye-bye. Okay, you're, you're cautious on the air, can we help you? Uh, yes, hi. I wanted to know uh, why uh, the seminaries in Eretz Israel aren't getting the training for the girls, if it's available. That's a good question. Excuse me? They're not... Just the opposite. Yeah, they're getting trained? In Eretz Israel, Rabbi Vai himself works in a seminary. He teaches, Rabbi Vai, please tell us, do you teach bugs to the girls in the seminary? Yes, in most seminaries, they, they are seminary state... Uh, with my book from the beginning to the end, wow. seminarists that they invite me to give a, a one or two shows to mm-hmm. to, to see. But the most seminarists they studied the the aloches, and uh, when I was in the last time here in White States, we proved to make the same thing here. But uh, we still wait. We still some schools picked it up. Some schools picked it up. Some still waiting to see how it's going to work out. Rabbi Vaya, how long do you teach bugs? A year, a month, three months for the for the grills in the schools in Israel? You, we give uh, two, three hours about the aloches, uh, and uh, from five to eight hours about the practice, and it's very important. But today. Uh, I also teach you to how to make meliche, but today they don't <laughs> no, uh, uh, you know, make meliche at home. Right. But, uh, but to check bugs, to check the food, is each home have to check. Uh, today we have uh, foods that came uh, promptly, but also uh, we have fruits, uh, vegetables we have to check, and it's very, very important that each, uh, each uh, Talmudah uh, learn this, and uh, we have to know that Ma'cholos HaSurus metamtemim liboy shelodo. And the woman is the responsible that all the children and also the husband will eat a kosher food and don't bring to Timtum Aleph. I wish it, I wish it was uh, it was more popular in America, and I don't think it should be lifted only to the women. I think the men should get some experience. Uh, we see that so many people think that they know when they have absolutely no training. Most of the women in America had, did not have any training. Let's take another call or two before we go. Okay, you're on cautious on the air. Can we help you? Yeah. Hi. What's the broccoli? It used to be a positive broccoli, and then there's a, you don't you don't have that anymore. Oh, actually, good question. We pack it different now and comes under the Kosh Garden brand and has actually mm-hmm. Rabbi Weiss Hashgoch on it and my Hashgoch on it. We make sure it's beautiful, clean. We're selling it right now as fresh, not as a frozen. And uh-huh. okay. what's the reason that there's no positive? The shaman needs to be on positive. That you don't. That actually, frozen, these plenty positive. These plenty positive frozen broccoli. You go buy it in the stores. You have positive and Kosher Gardens. Thank you uh-huh. for that. Positive Kosher Gardens, the same thing. Same thing. Kosher, Kosher Gardens is, is put out by Positive, and the, the two gentlemen here, Rabbi Vaya and Rabbi Goldstein, are the Hashkocha. Okay? Uh-huh. Because all the Positive products, products have additional Hashkochas, different Hashkochas. They have additional Hashkochas. They have additional Hashkochas. Correct. Thank you very much mm-hmm. for the call. Thank you for the call. Okay. You want, you want cash on the air? We have just one second left. Go ahead, please. Nobody there. Okay. Thank you very much. What? Finish up, yeah. I'm I'm basically finished. I just want to I just Rabbi want to say thank very much, Rabbi Vaya, for coming and joining us, and uh, Rabbi Goldstein for joining us. It was a very very unique pleasure, and I hope to look I look forward to the next time we'll be able to Rabbi speak. Shem. Rabbi uh, Vaya, please you. please leave a bracha for the whole United States. Yes, you uh, have that all United States become cleans from impurity of our uh, holes, and uh, a person that make is ishtadlos, he have a special. Siat Dishmaya to help him 
not to transgress the prohibition of Toiloim, and each one can make experience if he if care, he feel a special Siyata Dishmaya to save him not to transgress the prohibition of Toiloim. Thank you very much, Rabbi Vaya. Rabbi Vaya can be reached between 4 and 5 p.m. any day with questions. An American tie-in number 718-408-8033. Thank you very much Thank for Thank you listening. very much. And we used to say, it's a school has a problem about bugs, not the United States. Baruch Hashem, we hear, we understand it. Thank you, Rabbi Wickler. Thank you, Rabbi Vaya. <laughs> Let's keep going. Got it.